Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I'm your host. And this is Connecting the Dots Part 2. There were some important parts in the other episode um, that I wanted to add in, um, and I just found the notes. And instead of adding it on to the other episode, it would have been more trouble than it was worth to kind of mess around with the audio. So I figured I'd just make a part two. It's only a little under 12 minutes, but I think there's more important parts in the second one. And I always want to welcome everybody. Please send me an email with any questions or if I've done anything to help you um, or any comments that you may have. You know, that's what keeps me going and that's what makes me feel really good. And that, that's part of my healing process. But anyways, with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Hello everybody, Brad Shattuck here, your host, and I've got a question for you. How many of you have time to read a book? I know I sure don't. I think in the past three years, I've probably read one book, and even that was a task. I signed up at audible.com about six months ago, and I'll tell you, since then, I've probably gone through 12 books, specifically about mental health disorders and uh, reading about DBT, dialectical behavior therapy, and specifically on borderline personality disorder. So if any of you are looking to read up about that disorder, and if you have it or whether you don't have it, there's a lot of great books out there. But they also have thousands and thousands of titles on everything from romance, thrillers, crime novels, you name it, they got it. So our listeners right now can take advantage of a special offer, 30-day free trial, no obligation, and you get two free books. That's like a $50, $60 value. That's pretty good. So if you go into the show notes, you'll see the link there, click it, take advantage of the offer, and thank you for listening. This is uh, an amendum to um, the last episode here. Some of the notes I had in my notebook were written uh, in a different part, and I totally skipped over those. But there were some important things that I felt important enough to be able to add into this episode. But like I was saying... um, some of the episodes I was listening to on another podcast, they were saying that, you know, where people have a fear for forgiveness, and it's very understandable because they're, they have a fear for getting hurt again. You know, it's, 
<clears throat> I always use the analogy, you know, of a stove. If you have, you know, the coils of red and you touch them and you get burned. And even sometimes when they're black and you touch them and they burn. So somebody keeps, <clears throat> excuse me, coming up to you and telling you to touch them. And you touch them even though they're black and you burn your hand. Every time they tell you to touch them, you're going to be reluctant because you're going to be afraid of getting burned. So it's a good analogy the same way. It's called fear for forgiveness. It's a real thing. Um, you know, um, one of the other things that the, um, let's see, the guy was saying, um, this is a couple weeks ago, I wrote these notes down. Um, you know, like my wife does, when they, when they, when they, hate turns into anger. And, you know, I listen to the, the Law of Attraction um, podcast constantly. I am so into the Law of Attraction, and it's true. You know, like attracts like. You know, and when you're in a positive mood, you attract positive things. How many times have you gone to work and, you know, you had a red, red light, and then you hit another red light, and you're like, Jesus, I'm going to hit every freaking red light today, and you do. Or, you know, if you hit a green light and another green light, wow, I'm going to hit a green light. I'm going to get the first parking spot, you know, in front of the store, and you do. It's true. Positive things attract positive things. How many times do you walk down the street, and if you're in a bad mood, somebody says something to you, every person you encounter seems like, I'm encountering every asshole today. You are, because you're attracting it. You're manifesting what you think. And, you know, the same thing is, especially with women, when they, you know, hate turns into anger. And when they're angry at you, all they're doing, now they're in that, you know, when somebody's in a different, when, when they're in a mode, you know, you get, you focus, you know, you got blinders on. You know, like I said, with the, with a coach and they're coming over with a fighter and they're rubbing their shoulders going, come on champ, you know, this is what you could do. Get them with your left arm, get them this, do that. Make sure you get them all pumped up, you know, and you get them in that mode. You know, you don't sit there and say, hey, and by the way, when you're done tonight, we're going to make you a steak center, steak supper, and we're going to have a uh, Sunday, um, a hot foot Sunday after, you know, you're done eating. You know, you don't do stuff like that. You, you focus on one thing. So when they're focused on that hate and anger, they're going to bring up every bad thing about you, you know, and, um, you know, and the other thing is, and believe it or not, I was actually um, didn't realize this is don't push. Pushing is a form of controlling. And by keep pushing to get forgiving yourself one item, you know, you need to let them, um, you know, whatever the, the issue is of their anger. They need to think about it. They need to mull over it. They need to heal. Um they need to, you know, everything that they're doing, they need to do in their own way. If they haven't had a chance to really think about it, how to protect themselves, and you're pushing and pushing, you're interrupting on their healing process. And you need to give them time. And by pushing, you're being controlling. Because when you're being pushing, you're not, you're asking, but it's in a very, you know, it's, it's, it's you're basically in a nice way saying, come on, forgive me. You need to forgive me. And by pushing, it looks like it's begging. It looks like coercion. Um, it looks like you're making them sacrifice in a way of, you know, don't look at how this hurts you. You, you know, you don't need time to heal. Just, you know, forgive and forget it. No, it can build a bigger wall and it, and it can make you look like you're manipulating and controlling. You know, so sometimes, you know, you gotta let time heal, let it mull back. You know, you could go up and say, listen, like I said, validate. Validation is a big thing with women. I understand you're upset. I can clearly see you're upset at, at, at what I did. Can I just say, I'm going to allow you time to mull over this, you know, to, you know, whatever you need to do. Um, but when you're ready, 
could you please allow me the opportunity to talk to me about it? You know, uh, I'm, I'm validating that uh, I hurt you, and I'm sorry for that. And I would like to talk to you in death, but I know you need time right now, and I'm willing to give that to you because um, you deserve it. But when you're ready, could you please give me that opportunity? By doing that, you're validating, and you're also validating they need time to heal. And I'll tell you, you have 100 times more of a chance of them talking to you about it than by you keep pushing. And some women, too, when they when they think you're pushy in a way, they're thinking there's something, you know, you don't want to fester on this, whatever you had done. You know, maybe there's something more you hide into it. They want to be able to analyze it and dissect it and, you know, heal at their own pace. you got to let people do that. You have to. Everybody wants to do that, you know. Because what, what if they say, yeah, I did forgive you. Do you want it just as a word forgiving or do you honestly want to be forgiven, you know? And then this way they can come up with their idea of, okay, listen, I'll forgive you for it, but this is what's going to happen from now on. You need to let them do this in their head. For anybody, it's only fair. You did something to them, let them do something for themselves. You know, let them have uh, a selfish act on this. Because your apology needs to be, you know, selfless on your part. But it, it is all about that other person, you know. Um, and if you're going to try to change your ways, you got to look at intent and consistency. You know, don't sit there and try to blow up in their face like, you know, I tried and tried and tried to do this to fix this and you won't let me. You know, why should I bother now? You're making it look like it was an act. It needs to be a true intent from the heart and let them know that, is coming from your heart. You know, that's a true intention. And you gotta, get, you gotta be consistent. You know, because otherwise the word sorry is just gonna be a five-letter word. And you don't want it that way. You want your sorry to be just as truthful as a promise. You promise to do something, you better fall through with it. When you say sorry, you want them to know when this person says sorry, they really mean it. Because otherwise, by you promising something, it's just gonna be words. And when you say sorry, it's just gonna be words. You want your word to be solid. You want your word to be um, you, you know, that they want to know that you want them to know they can count on you for a promise. And when you're sorry, you know, that's where you're building trust. You know, the more times that, you know, you're always saying sorry. And if that's all you're doing is saying sorry, that's all you're doing is saying sorry. Um, then there was, uh, let me see. Pieces of building feelings. I was wondering if there's anything else today. Um, went over, but but the biggest thing is, is, you know, and I can't say this enough, and I heard this on many of the, uh, when you make a promise, don't just make a promise to get a quick solution out of it, because if you just promise to be like, yeah, 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 and then, you know, I'll, I'll try to finish it later, unless you know 100% that you can fulfill that promise, don't, and just say, I would love to say yes to that right now, but if I did, it would be a lie. And if you wouldn't mind, I can try to try as hard as I can to fulfill it. But I can't guarantee you 100%. And I don't want to guarantee you 100% if I can't, because I want my word to be, you know, solid with you. I want you to be able to trust when I say I promise I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it unless it's something beyond my control. I'm telling you, that's the way you're going to build your relationship. The bigger and better foundation you build later on, when things do happen, you're going to have that person is going to know when you make a promise, you fall through with it. When you're sorry, you really mean it. Because if you don't have that solid foundation like I didn't, you're going to be having a house of cards. And it's not going to take much for a little bit of wind to blow them down. 
In a house of cards, there's nothing you want to live in. You want to have a solid foundation. And I had no, no foundation. If I knew what I knew now, I'd be sitting with my wife right now on a Friday night watching a movie with my arm around her. And instead, I'm lonely. And all I have to look back on now is my mistakes. And I have enough mistakes to look at to keep me busy for the rest of my life. And I wouldn't even know if I'll ever get the shot. Now, I'm doing really good at teaching other people how to do these things and how to repair and keep their relationships from falling apart like mine did. I just, not that I can't take my own advice. I don't think I have the opportunity to take my own advice. I hope to God that I can help one person. That'll make me feel better. But anyways, I just, I really wanted to add that in there because there was, um, you know, very important stuff in here. And one thing I can't stress enough is don't make your partner, whether it's one year, I don't care, it's three months or 34 years like mine. Don't make that person feel like they're just a piece of furniture in the house. Don't ever just pass by them without just reaching out and touching their knee or rubbing their shoulder. Just give them a little peck on the neck, even if they're reading a book or something. And just say, I love you, and then walk away. Or say, I love you, and look them in the eye. Try not to make it like you're waiting for that response back of I love you too. Let them know with your actions, your feelings, and your words, I love you. And then walk away. You just want them to know they're not just a piece of furniture. The worst thing is for you to love somebody more than anything and have them just walk by you like you're nothing. And that's what I'm going through right now is my wife won't respond to text. She won't answer my calls. She won't let me on her property. And I feel like 34 years that I just meant nothing. Like it was never anything whatsoever. And that's the hardest feeling because I vowed to this woman that I would love her to the day I die. And I will. And that I would protect her and support her and love her and hold her sickness and health. And I still will. She just won't let me in her life to do it. And anyhow, if God took 10 years off my life for me to go back and be with her, I would. I really would. I love that woman more than the air that I breathe. So I'm telling you right now, take my advice. If you love somebody, learn as much as you can about their disorder. Learn about them. It's not too hard to see their likes and dislikes and try to build upon that and talk, communicate. If this is your best friend, you should be able to communicate with them. I'm telling you, build a foundation. Take it from somebody who knows. I'm telling you from experience. I'm not just reading this out of text, textbook. But anyways, again, if you have somebody in your life with BPD, love them as much as you can and understand them as much as they can because they find it so hard to understand themselves and they find it so hard to love themselves. So have a happy relationship and have a happy life. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show. And please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again and have a happy life.